morning, listeners may experience increased motivation, accountability, and personal development. You are now listening to the Think, Grow, Evolve podcast with your hosts, Eric and Jose. Episode one, dude. Let's do this. Okay, man. I, I, when thinking about all, when writing down all the things that we wanted to talk about, I thought this was a perfect place to start. And I think what one great way that we can start this podcast off is with the episode do you doing you i don't mean sexually yeah 30 people guys come on but basically what is doing you like what do we mean by this and i think it's spending the time and the effort to figure out yourself because like no ifs ands or buts growing up it's not easy. Like life is not easy. And a lot of the times that a lot of our confusions and our complications, half that has to do with not knowing who we are and not knowing how to act. So what a good way to start, dude. What do you think? I think it's um I think it's a question that a lot of people ask themselves on the daily, if they should or shouldn't, right? But I feel like this is a good it's it's a good way to start because you can find out a little bit more about yourself, right? So um that's one thing that we, that, well, I'm still trying to do. I don't know about you, but I'm still trying to do me as much as I possibly can. Obviously not in that way, but um, <laughs> learn more about myself every day. And well, uh, I think that's the thing. <laughs> I, I think what inspired us to do this episode is because it's like so much of our like existence, like growing up to like who we are now, it's following the crowd, right? Yeah. Like. You're just going so. to school, you're just going to work, you're, you're wearing the clothes that everyone's wearing, you're attracted to what society says you're attracted to, you, emotions, yeah. your, your language, your, your accent, whatever, like everything you have is basically like fed to you and you yeah. act subconsciously, you act like a robot. Just, and I think yeah. like, you know, man, like, you know, when something feels you, when something feels right, like I'm talking about that, that, that warm feeling in your that stomach, feeling, yeah. that like all your cells in your bodies are opening up and like you're just happy. And I'm not talking about pleasure. Like, don't get me wrong. Eating like a piece of cake feels good and you're yeah. happy. But there's a difference between doing something at work or you're playing a sport or you you draw a piece like a beautiful or you paint a beautiful painting or you play a beautiful song on an instrument and your soul is happy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about, right? That yeah. difference. And you want to know the funny thing is like you don't realize it till after. Because in that state, I, I don't know if this happened to you, but when you're in that type of state, you just don't think of anything else. Like, and then you realize after, you're like, wait, wow, like, that's actually me. So it's funny because I had like an experience like this. Well, this is actually how I kind of found my passion. And I feel like everyone has a lot of different types of passions, right? But one of the things that helped me was actually just trying shit, trying different shit, seeing what I'm good at, seeing what I'm not good at. And I, um, as, as I said before, um, how we met is we actually went to the same program in, um, in, uh, in university in psychology. I was interested at the time, but just kind of, as you said, just when you're in high school, you're at that age, you're just on autopilot and following uh, the wave. You're in, yeah. They, I remember they, they made it seem if you don't go to university, you're not going to pretty much, you're going to be a bum. I'm like, all right, let's do this. So I just went through the motions, you know, same old, same old, C's get degrees type of thing, you know, um, kind of went with it, met some amazing people, um, amazing people that I keep in touch with to this day. You guys know who you are. Um, and during that, I was always, even from high school, I was always into fitness, right? But 
I was in high school and I'm like, you can't make a career off this. So I'm like, let's do psychology. So, and then typical when I told my family I was doing psychology, everyone's like, oh my God, they always think like, like, oh my God, you're going to become a psychologist. They, they always think that. And I'm like, all right, looks like I got to do this. You're going to be a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, all right, look at that. So when I went on my way, but then as, and as I got older, I, I realized and I saw examples, I'm like, if you can literally be anything you want, like passion wise, if you're passionate about anything, you can make it in life. You don't have to go the typical route of like doctor, lawyer, or surgeon. Nothing wrong with those careers. If that's your passion, by all means. But I just hate how it was like instilled at such a young age. And like, honestly, I didn't know any better. Right. Like, I, I don't think there was podcasts back then. I don't think there was a, a lot of social media as there is today to kind of look at. But I was like, just following the norm, following the crowd. And I'm like, okay. But then as I realized, I'm like, you know what? I can actually do something with this. So then after my undergrad, I, second I finished, I went into, I did more school. So then I went fitness and all promotion. And then I pretty much, Loved it. Like that was the first time in my life where I actually studied for something. Like it was, and it was crazy as to where my, like my family, I I remember one day, like my family reached out to me and they're like, wow, like you're actually putting an effort in. And that's when I realized I'm like, okay, I think I'm onto something here. And I didn't know that about myself. I thought I was just a lazy bum that just school just wasn't for me. But then I'm like, you know what? Like this stuff isn't that bad. And I, got to that state by trying like before then i would try like computer science i tried math i tried like a bunch of other different things i tried psych i was i was just trying stuff right so and then even to the position i'm at today is like i don't look at what i do as like a job i look at just trying to teach someone that wants to improve their health and fitness because i'm a trainer i just look at that and it just it just seems seamless to me and the fact that I'm getting paid for it is just a bonus. Like, it's, it's just the fact that I can help someone, guide them, motivate them, hold them accountable. I think that's one of the best things, to be honest. But it took me a while to find it. I didn't just find it, right? Well, that's the thing. I think so, people don't realize that you have... It's not going to come to you, yeah. A lot of people spend or feel no problem spending money on a new car or a new purse or a new yeah. vacation or spending time on playing video games or doing a hobby. But I think like one of the best investments you can actually make is spending the time to figure out yourself. Yourself. That's it. Yeah. Because first of all, like there's, there's so much that goes into this. And I think like if to just say some of it in a nutshell is depending on when you decide to actually consciously put some effort into yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I would say for, for me personally, it was around 18 to 22 was that like very much developmental yeah. period. And, um, like at that age, like you've been shaped by whatever you been surrounded by. So that's your parents, that's your siblings. If you have them, your family, your aunts, uncles, cousins, that's your financial, socioeconomic situation, your biology, like everyone has different biology, whether that's your height, whether that's your, your immune system, whether that's any uh, disabilities you live with, any mental illnesses, like all of the things that are around you have shaped the person who you want or who you've become. And because yep. a lot of that happened automatically, you didn't have much say in the matter. Yep. <laughs> so when you actually like now that you've hit a point 
when you're like, hey, like, I'm not happy doing this or like, I, I want to do this. When you hit, when you think about those critical questions, that's when you start. Yeah. Like that's, that's page one. Yeah. Or the prologue. Literally, yeah, you, you don't have a single one. answer by that point. Yep. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. In those 18, 20, what, I mean, heck, you could start this in your 50s. I don't care. Yeah. Once you're at that point, you can actually, like, look at your life and be like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. am I happy? Like, there was points, like, I was an athlete growing up, right? I played hockey since I was four. And there were, there were moments, man, when I was going because I had to. Mm, I see. I think, like, in hindsight, I loved it. I truly, like, quitting hockey was a very difficult decision for me. But what I'm getting at is a lot of the time people are in a job, they're in a relationship, they're in a friendship, they're in anything that they know deep down that they aren't happy. Yeah. And that's not just that feeling like, oh, I don't want to wake up and go to work today or, oh, like my significant other's pissing me off today. Like that will come with anything. All yeah. good things that's will happen. Life. Yeah, right? Yeah. But I guess what I'm getting across at here is like you have to pay attention to what you actually truly want to do. So like you said in your example, you found out that fitness was the only thing you wanted to study in school. Yeah, it was weird. Like it's, it's it not weird for me. You, you don't do that. Or you don't figure that out without paying attention to that. If you're, yeah. And I think, like, like the book The Alchemist, like, the universe will give you signals yeah. when shit feels right. It's just, yeah. it's like, whether that's, you know, with your friends, like, if you think back to first, if I think back to the first time meeting you in high school, even though we weren't friends, there was a, and you say the same thing to people, there was a voila moment where we're like, oh, we click. Yeah, yeah. It was like, at it was at a lunchtime, and you yeah. either I made a reference or you made a movie reference, and we were the only two people at the, the table talk. that got it. And it was like, ding! I feel that. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And that's like, the okay. same. That's the same thing when it happens with passions and works and yeah. hobbies, right? Like you know when you're doing something if you want to do it, it just clicks. Yeah. <laughs> do like, Do you remember? And I we're gonna go. We're gonna hit some psychology knowledge here. Do you remember the term cognitive dissonance? To a certain extent, yeah. It's like a fancy word of yeah. like a mental feeling of this ain't right or like you're torn. So basically like <laughs> look at the example of smoking. So when you think about smoking, part of you goes, I know this is bad for me and it's likely to cause cancer. But another part of it goes like, oh, smoking is cool and I like it. So it's like you're torn between two decisions. Now mm -hmm. hear me out. So if you're the person who's functioning automatically and you're doing what they told you with university and you do what they told you, like, oh, my parents want me to be a doctor. Oh, my parents really want me to play piano. So I'm still yeah. playing piano. You're going to go to these things. You're going to know in your brain that you don't want to do it. But in your brain, you're going to be at that state of cognitive dissonance. You are, one part of your brain is going, I know my mom and dad want me to do this and I don't want to upset them. And then another thing is, oh, my God, I really don't want to do this. I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. You want to reduce as much cognitive dissonance in your life as possible because that shit is going to stress you out. It is going to yeah. make you anxious. Major key. Major key. Now, has there ever, has there been a time in your life where that's happened to you or where you've been aware of that? Well, the thing is, I think it's like innate. Like it's, yeah. it's inevitable that you will, put, you will be in cognitive dissonance many times in your life, which is why mm -hmm. I said reduce it as much as possible. But if you want an example, yeah. there's been times when, I've been in a relationship and a significant other at the point gave me an ultimatum about going on vacation. Yeah. It's a complete, complete a moment of cognitive dissonance where I'm like, 
do I go on vacation with my family or do I upset my significant yeah. other? It's funny. Uh, and like interesting in hindsight you can look at that and be like oh well you gotta just do this like but in reality we all are put into forks in the roads we're like at the moment that seems like such a big deal and if you go left you feel like you're gonna die if you go right you feel like you're gonna die yeah and for a lot of people too like the feeling of upsetting other people for some people is very difficult like i personally can't upset people letting other people down yeah i don't feel po- i don't like feel like it's possible to like i'm going to make a decision that's going to deliberately upset someone yeah and that's what i'm getting at here so going back to the theme of doing you and finding out who you are when you have that has got to be your greater good your greater yeah. purpose your why because if you know what you jose would do in a situation not only are you standing true to yourself but you know what? If people aren't going to accept the actions that Jose Valenzuela will do, Damn. fuck them. Yeah. They don't belong in your circle. Yeah. And that's, um, and that's a type of mentality that you kind of have to adopt, right? So, and that's one of the mentalities that I've adopted. So, and it's, and it's going well for me. Like, it's going well for me. Like, environment's a huge thing. Environment's a huge thing. But that's, I think that comes after once you actually know who you are as a person. Right, because it, there's times where your environment also influences you, and then you're not really yourself. So I feel like before this is why I feel like we want to start um, the first episode talking about this is just in simple terms: do you, baby? You know, like just like know yourself, get to know yourself, get familiar and comfortable with yourself, know your strengths and weaknesses, work on them. Well, that's the thing, man. Like a lot of the times people get lost because they do, they do actions or I should say they shape their behavior based on different yeah. goals, right? Their goal and subconscious is fitting in. Yeah. So that, that one's dangerous right there because mm-hmm. you are letting society determine what behavior is okay. Yeah. And it's scary all the psychology experiments that they did on how much environment influences behavior what was the so, shock one who, who do you remember who bf did skinner that? i think it was was it bf skinner i don't think so or it was someone was else was it milgram milgram anyways pavlov or some shit one no of, pavlov was the dog anyway so there was one experiment guys where they they had like normal bystanders or participants of the test go into a room and uh emit electrical punishment to yeah. people answering a questionnaire every time they got a questionnaire wrong shock but keep in mind, the person writing the test, unbeknownst to the participant, yeah. was an actor. He, they weren't actually getting shocked. They were just pretending to get shocked. So anyways, the point of this experiment was it got to a point when they got every time they got a question wrong, the shock got more severe. Yeah. And there was like there was crossbones on one of the logos <laughs> saying like death. Yeah. And the, they were told like, oh, excuse me, like uh, we're at the crossbones. And the administrator, also an actor, was like, no, go higher. Go higher, yeah. And they were listening. Like, I think, yeah. I don't remember, and I don't want to, like, just start butchering it, but it was, like, something like 70% or of the- It was, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was over 70% of, of the participants. I forgot what age it was, but they agreed to the person, I think they called it, like, white coat lab syndrome or something, where they listened to a person of authority. Higher, higher authority, exactly. And you kind of look at that as, okay, since he's telling me, you kind of put the guilt towards him, but you're the one actually- you're the one pressing the button. It. You're the one like hypothetically. Yeah. And I remember at the start, they gave them a little shock to see what it felt like yeah. to like feel it. And they, and a lot of people, some, some people stopped. So we're not saying everyone's bad, 
But well, even the people that administer it aren't bad. It just goes to show that if you just like blindly follow those in front of you, you don't yeah. know where you're going to end up. And in <laughs> fact, you'll do things that you would never do on like a sane mind, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it just goes back to just knowing who you are as a person, right? Which is no easy process. Like I told you, like my experience, it's, it's, I'm still learning new things about myself every day. Um, and it's, it's just a consistent journey. So I feel like if you are okay with that, well, I feel like you kind of, you got to be okay with that. Then, then you're going to have to enjoy the roller coaster because it's going to be a ride. That's for sure. Well, cause that's the thing too, right? Like we changed like me at five versus me at 14 versus me at 18 versus me now at 24. Like I can say like, even though I feel like the same person, there's so much different about me. Like what I, what I think, what I do in my free time, how you evolved. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. literally. Yeah. But uh, that's definitely something that people have to pay a lot of focus, attention and intention towards, because if, yeah. don't get me wrong, if you go through the motions, you'll, you will become someone. And I'm not saying it's a good or bad person. Whoever you become will be, it's inevitable. Yeah. But like, if you can put intent and become the person that you want and shape your life to who you want to be. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm not a rocket scientist, but I think that's something that I want to aspire to achieve. Yeah. As long as you're better than you were a year ago, that's the main thing. If you could literally look back at yourself and say, where I am today, a year ago, if you look back, and if you are in any shape, way, or form, mentally, emotionally, financially whatever your goals are your relationships relationships health like healthier happier anything if you're better that's a big thumbs up i have both my thumbs up okay that's a big thumbs up let's start talking about some ways we can actually start doing that boom what do you you think like what's number one so some ways um that well kind of like what like kind of like what i said is um earlier try I feel like not even step one, like it's just to try different it's not things. A step by step process. Like yeah, it's just to put yourself in situations that you've never been in because you never know, right? Like some person may be really creative, but if you never put yourself in that situation, if you don't put yourself, if you don't try, then you'll never know, right? Like your whole life, you can be focused on one thing, which is amazing. Like if if you are, if you're passionate about one specific thing. Go, go for it. But you may be really good at public speaking, at blog writing, at communicating to others, at coaching, at teaching. There's so many things that I feel like for a lot of people that say that they're having a hard time, I feel like you just have to try more things and try things that you've never even thought of. Drawing, um, like, I don't know about you, man, but like, you could literally do anything now, like anything you really think of, you can do. And it doesn't really hurt to just try it because what do you got to lose? Well, you know what it is that I think so, people get scared of? And like, I'm very guilty of this. So the person that we are shaped by whatever years, like, for example, remember how I said that a lot of who we are is based on how we were raised? Like, for example, yeah. like I played soccer and hockey for most of my life. Could you imagine as a person, I try a different sport? Like for, oh, here's a good example, tennis. I suck at tennis. So obviously, when I go try tennis for the first time, what is my body going to say? Yep. Oh, I'm bad at it. This isn't for me. I hate it kind of thing. So the, the other side about trying new things is 
you got to be nice to yourself because yeah. you're not going to be as good as something you try on your first day, first week, first heck, first year yeah. compared to something that you've been doing for 16, 17, 18 years. That, yeah, that's huge. So I think the second point that we can, besides trying new things, is paying attention to that. Because like, yeah. let's say something recently, for example, is I just got into board games. Yeah. And like, I mean, I think board games is a little different because it's about like literally pleasure, fun, and enjoyment. But if you catch yourself smiling during something, yeah, like for, like you said, you found yourself studying, yeah, something that you've never studied before, and you're mm-hmm. smiling doing it, or you haven't, you have like yeah. something in your body feeling good, run with it, try yeah. more. You know what? Like I, I can't sing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still doing it because you know what? I'm smiling, dude. Yeah. That's huge. And like all the things that we're bad at in life, they make us uncomfortable, right? Oh, yeah. And people want to avoid that discomfort, run away from it. It's normal. But I'm telling you that some of that discomfort is the time you felt the most alive ever. That's how you level up. Do you remember when we went to our buddy's birthday and uh, I got pulled up on stage sober to sing karaoke? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jose is my witness. I am a god-awful singer. I would pay five bucks. Five bucks? Yeah, that's about it. Bro, I, I should be paying you five bucks to listen to me. Yeah, I was being nice. But you know what? Like, you were, if I can describe that moment to someone, and the re- I'll, I'll explain why I'm bringing it up. It's like, my body was shaking. My hands yeah. were sweating. I think my body temperature dropped like 18 degrees. Mm-hmm. But you know, halfway during that song, even though I, like literally my friends were laughing, there were yeah. like there was there wasn't like someone in the crowd was going like, "Yo, he's good." There was nothing. Yeah. There was no positive. In fact, I looked at another table and I was like, "Oh shit, I know people at that table." Like, fuck. But uh, the point that I'm trying to get across is that I felt so damn alive afterwards. Like when I went to my table, yeah, I started hugging my friends. I started being happy. I was like, oh my God, like I did something that I never thought I could do. And that yeah. feeling is so freaking magical. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, feelings like that are where you should really take a step back and just realize like, oh, okay, like I got something here. Like, Recent example for me is volleyball, which we just did um, this past summer. At first, I never played volleyball in my life. And I'm over here seeing these people just do some next level stuff. And I'm over here like, yeah, nah, this is not for me. Not at all. Then I played a game. I'm like, uh, I didn't really want to play a game because, like, me, I'm like, I feel like everyone goes through this. Like, when you don't do something, and I don't like ideally I feel like you just innately want to be really good right and if you're starting from scratch you know you're not really good and you're gonna suck and that's I hate that feeling right so then but then I ended up playing had a couple games I'm like you know what this shit's actually pretty fucking fun and then after I started getting more into it then I started okay YouTubing different fucking like strategies or ways I can get better but at first, I'm like running the complete opposite way. Then I tried it. I'm like, you know what? This ain't so bad. And then it got to where I was extremely happy sometimes. And just I feel like once you taste a little bit of the results from everything that you've been putting in, like the YouTube videos, training, like me and him, we would like go to the park and like train for volleyball. It was actually quite funny. And 
once you like I, th- I remember winning our first game like i'm like whoa like this like that feeling is just amazing for a reference point it took like eight weeks yeah to win a game. yeah it took a long time but just like the initial part it was uncomfortable 110 percent. but then i daddled my toes in it i'm like you know what this is actually pretty fun and then i just want people to realize is that there's things that are going to make you uncomfortable right? Even when I first started off as a trainer, my first client, I was so nervous and uncomfortable. It was very, that's a story for a different time. But I was very uncomfortable. Even though I had a lot lot of knowledge behind me, I was very uncomfortable. But then kind of as I got my reps in, I became a lot more efficient. And I worked on my mistakes. And I made better my strengths. So I feel like just starting obviously is huge but just enjoying the process also like another example is working out i don't know how many of you, you people work out but the first month week is fuck is brutal it hurts the first day after training legs it's the first day first yeah, week it's brutal but the second you start seeing a little bit of progress or a little bit of results and this can apply to anything that can be a job it could be your relationship it's uncomfortable at first, but the second you see a little bit of progress from your work, you might get addicted. Yeah, you got to right? pay attention to it. And then you just got to ride that wave. So, and, I mean, going back to my story about the singing, it's also when you, try some, when you try something new, it doesn't have to lead to a future career or something. No. Like, I learned that day very clearly, <laughs> and my friends learned that I will not be on Canadian Idol. It's not yeah. going to be a thing. But it's still a memory, like the yeah. fact that it's years have gone by and I've talked exactly. about it. Like that's life, and that's I feel like the, I want more memories in life that I can talk about with people. Cause yeah, that's that's what makes life worth living. And you also know, and you learn more about yourself, right? You learn that you're a phenomenal singer when people are intoxicated. Yeah, so, right. I mean, liquid courage. I mean, no, we do not condone drinking on this podcast. <laughs> I think that's a bad thing that we should work on. Yeah, bad. So, what's another thing that you would um? that you would recommend i guess someone well now that we've talked so much about actually learning about yourself and like every time recognizing that feeling you have when you are truly happy or when you are trying something new and you're like wow this is clicking i think the next thing is staying true with that feeling yeah just committing to it yeah just like kind of like the examples that i said earlier like with volleyball my god this is uncomfortable but then i stick to it when it came to fitness and i was actually training my client i'm like okay this is very uncomfortable but i stick with it i went i went through that little bump that little hiccup sort of say and um i am where i am today a lot i i could say i'm a lot i've grown as a trainer from my first session that's for sure ever with a client and it's just staying true just staying consistent on that path how about you with you and your profession right now it's cool well we're at different stages right now. Like yeah. I'm just starting an internship or a placement in the near future. And exciting. There's a, super exciting. Clapping. But there's like a lot of anxiety that obviously goes into it, right? And so what, do you, what are you going to do? I mean, obviously I'm going to freaking think about it. Yep. I'm going to prepare as much as I can. And Good. when I get nervous and I'm going to, when I have those somatic symptoms of my yep. body, like shaking and being cold and not being confident instead of like getting mad at myself for experiencing those things 
I'm going to like reframe my thoughts and be like, wow, I truly care about this. Yes. This person in front of me is lucky to have a person in front of them that cares to get better. Yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm that type of person where these people are getting me at my chapter one and I want them to get a good impression yeah. and I'm going to do my best because when I'm at chapter 10 or I'm at chapter 15, yeah. they're going to come back. Exactly. Yeah. Just being along with the journey, you know, just being there, just they're going to, they're going to ride along. You know, so that's, that's, I think that's huge is, um, so you guys got two little examples there, which is, I think huge is accepting that those emotions are going to come like anytime you try something new and to not push them away or kind of like what you said, because I feel like a lot of people do do that. Yeah, don't is, beat yourself up. Is they exactly, yeah, they beat themselves over. They're like, why am I thinking like this? Oh, oh my, my God. God. They notice that I'm sweating. They notice yeah. that I'm nervous. Yeah. Like it's, it's, you can dig yourself down into like a deep rabbit hole of just negative self-talk yeah 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 like and and we're human it happens to everyone everyone has those thoughts and i feel like we should accept them realize that realize that they're there don't beat yourself over for it you know like no one's no one's that cold no one's that emotionless we're human right unless you're the terminator but yeah I think that brings up another point, dude, of like, I don't know about you, but me, a lot of the times that I notice that I'm flustered and like not comfortable, not myself is when I'm either stuck in the past yeah. or when I'm worried about the future. Yeah, that's, and well, it's, it's funny because I feel like that happens to everyone. And something I like doing is focusing on the now because a lot of people love to focus on the future. They have all these goals and which is amazing. But then they don't get anything done. They're too worried. They make, they come up with excuses. Oh, the X, like this is going to happen. I need to do this, this, this. And I feel like sometimes we just need to take a step back and realize what we're doing now. Just like it's easier said than done, right? Focusing on the now. What do you think's harder being like, and I think this is different on an individual basis, but like, do you find that you think about the past more often or do you worry about the future more? I 110% worry about the future more. Because, See, the because the past is the past. There's, I can worry about it all I want, but guess what? I can't change a damn thing. No, but right? I, don't, I don't see. So. There, I don't think you worry about the past because the past is gone. I think you worry about the future, but you obsess over the past. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, people that are past minded people, they either had really a lot of success in their past, and okay. now they're like, oh, what happened kind of thing. So it's like a sense yeah. of despair, or it's like, I was a fuck up in the past, so now I'm going to be a screw up too. Like, it's not a worry. It's you're stuck in that past version of yourself and you're had, not allowing yourself to grow into present, current day Jose. It's like, a, it's like you let your past influence you. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, well, well, it's me personally. Yeah. No, like, whatever happens in my past, like, I kind of look at my past as a learning experience and I want to grow from it. So anything that I have been through in the past, whether it comes to friendships, relationships, investing, real estate, fitness, anything that I've done in the past, I try to grow from it. Because if not, it, then I'll be in that position, like you said. Then I'll be in that state where this was me in the past. This is going to be me in the future. So um, I, I'm, it, it took a while. It's not like something you develop overnight. But staying in the now is hard, man. Yeah, it's 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 very 
uh yeah do you ever catch yourself just like in your head in hypotheticals of like oh if i do this people will say this oh if i don't do this people will do this or if i do this i'll react like this kind of thing yeah yeah just (laughs) having those conversations you're just doing nothing yeah 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 yeah, i've had those moments i mean i i think i'd be lying to myself and you guys if i said that doesn't happen that often because it happens like a lot but i notice it once in a while like even brushing my teeth i'll be brushing my teeth and i'm thinking about oh my god that assignment that i submitted and what if they noticed this did they not like this and meanwhile like you can only like control so much of it right yeah see to be honest even from a young age i i i i obviously cared about what other people think but i didn't care as much like to be honest like i i was always like a whatever and i like trying new things i like getting into them to be honest like just trying them Dude, right. I was a goalie so. in hockey, and I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think playing sports did so much good for me, and, like, yeah. learning to be social and teamwork, but, like, being a goalie, every time, it, I always said this, it was the only position in sports where your mistakes are counted on a board. Yeah. And guess what? <laughs> it's just always there, too. <laughs> every mistake I make lets the team down. Yeah, yeah. Like, as a player, if you make a mistake, sure, it could let the team down, but not all the time. Your goalie can bail you out kind of thing. Yeah. I can only get bailed out by my team scoring. Yeah. So, like, I very much at a young age cared a lot what people, like, because there would be, especially, I got called up a lot, and I would play for teams that weren't my team, and that Mm -hmm. was even worse. I'm like, I don't know these people. I can't lose the game for them. Yeah. And that, I mean, that shaped a lot of who I became as a young adult because I have that I can't let people down mentality. Yeah. And that's a that's a good mentality to have. Like it's like at the end of the day, no matter what mentality you have, obviously there's some that are a little bit more not so good than others. Um, but that mentality can be very applicable towards different things in life. Like it's, it's not the thing, the feeling of not letting people down. Obviously if it gets to the point where it destroys, it starts destroying you. Then as we said, we take a step back and start reassessing. Right. But just the the feeling of not letting people down, I think that's that's huge. Well, that's huge. If we're gonna use me as an example, so there's two things we could do with that. We could be like, I don't like that I'm acting like this. Let's work on changing it. Yeah, that's approach number one. And approach number two is this is me. How can I make it work for my life? And I think yeah. both of those are okay. Like you don't have to change who you are. Yep. And at the same time, you don't have to hate who you are. Like you can work around almost anything if you want to with intent and that's like if you think like i've been that you know like family members and like my 95 year old grandmother all the time says become more selfish be more selfish of a person and she like broken english she means that it's like take care of yourself more right yeah because when you spend too much of your time caring about other people's needs and wants and their opinions you lose a little bit of yourself yeah but at the same time, like, if that is you, where you do care about other people, make it your strength. Be yeah. a good supportive person without sacrificing yourself. That's, it's yeah. all about balance, right? That's that, yeah, balance, homeostasis. Like, even someone who was raised to be super independent and not rely on anyone, like, there's too much of the spectrum. Like, if yeah. you are too independent and you can't have friendships and you can't have relationships, you're that's too bad. too obsessive, yeah. But then if you're too reliant and dependent, 
it's a spectrum, right? Yeah. And you got to find the one that best suits your life. And that's going to be a constant journey. And life's going to constantly throw you challenges. Figure that out. Yeah. I like, I like saying it like life's a roller coaster. You know, you're going to have to go through those ups and downs. Um, there's going to be times where you're like, wow, this is amazing. And then there's like, going to be other times where you're like, ah, today's not so amazing. Just, in, just stay on the ride. That's the main thing. And be aware. Stay, stay on the ride. Be aware. And just continue. Like, just, just continue going. Find that personal legend. You guys know what the alchemist is. Like, alchemist is there. You could bug. You guys should read it. But, bug. Yeah. Not sp- sponsored. One day. But it's, it's, yeah, just find your personal legend. Um, that's, that's any other tips that you would think off the top of your head for someone to like find out more about themselves other than what we said, try new things, stick with it. I don't know if this is going to help people, but I feel like saying it. Say it. Yeah. Um, so it's not a tip or anything, but there's this thing that I learned in school. It's called self-discrepancy theory. And it's, it's basically, it's the actual versus ought versus ideal. So actual is who you actually are. So like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, if I'm going to do this with myself, I am a person who's intelligent. I'm a person who is driven. I'm a person who procrastinates. And I'm a person who's financially a little bit dependent because I still live at home and all those things. Yeah. Right? So that's just the actual that I've laid out on the table, who I ought to be. I ought to be intelligent. Yeah. I ought to be driven, but instead of being, pardon me, instead of being um, procrastinating, I ought to be a go-getter. Instead of being financially dependent, I want to be, I ought to be financially independent. Yeah. So now ideal. So ideally, I'm super smart. Ideally, I am super driven, super motivated, like the yeah. guy who motivates everyone. Ideally... I'm I'm relaxed. I'm not stressed about the work that I have to do because I'm so freaking uh, productive that I do the things on my own time and yeah. I'm ready. Got it. And then ideally, um, I'm rich as hell. You know, like yeah. So what self discrepancy means is that's when you're when you feel the gap between your actual self and your ideal self is too big. Yeah. That's when you feel a lot of anxiety, and that's when you're not going to be happy with your life. Yeah. And the reason why I'm introducing that is because personally, like I know this and like social media was huge on this is I see all these people of where I wanted to be like, oh, they have the girlfriend. Oh, look at the supercar they're driving. Oh, he's only 17 and he's living in that house kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So growing up in my teens and in my early 20s, I was like, I ain't there. (laughs) Like I'm still living at home, broke as hell, like struggling to make my like little car payments, (laughs) busting tables. Meanwhile, guys younger than me are like, yeah. Killing it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that self-discrepancy feeling of not being your ideal self, like I want people to bring attention to that because what is your ideal self? Have that talk with yourself. Yeah. Have that talk. And like, y- what is your actual self? And like, yeah. be real with yourself. Like yeah. to get to your ideal self, one, is it, is it realistic? Because yeah. coming from people who love fitness, a lot of the bodies that we loved growing up were fake. Yeah. Girls, a lot of the girls that you see on social media with these ridiculous bodies, one, fake, two, editing, three, surgeries, four, genetics, genetics, yeah, like genetics is another huge thing. <laughs> like <laughs> if your ideal goal is too far from your actual self, sorry, not too far, but too unrealistic, unrealistic you're, yeah. you're setting yourself up for a failure. If you are bald and you love that person's hair, get some legless hair. 
ouch. Like, yeah, that's, that's don't get me work. wrong. There's wigs, but <laughs> what? that's yeah. just an exaggeration of my point. So make sure that your goals that you actually set for yourselves are something realistic. and Realistic, then, uh, obtainable, specific. Smarkles. Yeah, smarkles. Smarkles. So it's, it's cheesy as it sounds, specific, measurable, obtainable, realistic, and time. So like it's, so exactly like what you said, like if your ideal self is a lot, is there's a big gap between your ideal self and your actual, actual self, then maybe take a different look at it. Maybe take a different approach. Maybe be like, okay, maybe change either your current self or have that talk with yourself. Be like, okay. Is my ideal self unrealistic? Am I setting myself up for failure? Or can I actually get there? And my recommendation, start small. Yeah, set checkpoints. Start, start small. Start. Just do something. Like, like, if you want to lose 50 pounds, guess what? You got to lose five first. Yeah. And if you want to lose 10 pounds, or if you want to lose 50 pounds after you've lost a five, you yeah. got to hit 15. There's, there's a bunch of things. You could talk to people that have done it, you can start little things on your own. You could ask for help. You can educate yourself on the topic. There are so many different approaches you can take, not just to losing weight, but to any goal you have. And at the end of the day, it, I think it also goes down to mindset. So if you have that mindset, then you can achieve a lot of things and your goal and your ideal self, right? But step one, have that talk with yourself. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that... That's a lot about Wait. what I wanted to say, man. Whoa, I read your mind. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, no I'm I, saying like I don't think so. When it comes He's to just saying that. When it comes to people being themselves and like doing you, I think I think these are some of the things that like if you can take any of these messages home and think about it a little bit more, yeah. You're you're one step closer to actually being you and Yeah. And what do you what do you have to lose especially now? Well, restrictions are being lifted but who knows but what do you have to lose you have nothing to lose everything to gain right so hopefully you guys can keep that in mind hope you guys enjoyed maybe take took one of these cookies and put it in your cookie jar <laughs> guys if you if macro you know, friendly you know anyone that would enjoy content like this please share it if if our goal is if we can help one person You've helped us, and that yeah. would be so, so, so amazing. Um, Jose, do you have anything left to say? Well, out of all the things that we did say, I, I feel like, um, I feel like as, as long as we could influence someone or just raise an eyebrow or just get someone to tilt their head towards anything we've said, it could have been a quote, it could have been a book, it could have been anything. Um, yeah, you guys can reach out to us and let us know what parts you liked, what parts you didn't like. Like again, we're gonna take all your type of criticism. I'm very open to it, and I'm trying to be better at accepting those type of comments, you know, because I'm like I feel like we're both on that journey towards just just self improvement. So we'll get there. We'll all get there. And if you guys want to come along our journey and do it as well, let's do it. Thanks for listening, guys. Much love and peace. Take care. <laughs>